Speedway proudly presents Rapid on Racing, the Tri-State's number one motorsports talk show. Today's program is brought to you in part by our marketing partners. Recognized by the Eastern Motorsports Press Association as one of the top racing shows in the Eastern United States, here's Rapid on Racing. So proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming. Hey, fans, I want to welcome my co-host, Dave Oliveri. Dave, good evening. How are you? I'm doing well, Don. I would be better if I was probably down in North Carolina with you. We've had an inordinate amount of snow in the amount of January, and uh, our little furry friend, uh, Punxsutawney Phil, said we're going to have six more weeks of uh, bad weather. So I guess that means racing season unfortunately make it a little bit late start this year i saw something cute someone posted it on a computer it was uh, a groundhog with her hair and curlers and it was uh, punk's tawny phil's ex-wife she said uh, he's a liar and she divorced him and moved to florida <laughs> okay let's get serious boy we got a jam-packed show tonight jennerstown speedway general manager bill rebar Asphalt Pro Stock driver Kyle Burkholder, drag racing reporter Tom Lang, Pennsylvania Motor Speedway announcer Tyler Harris, Pro Stock rookie at Pittsburgh, Tanya Charlier. Also joining us is area auto racing news columnist Ernie Saxton, Cassidy Cameron, the Rush 2021 Futures Cup Series champion, motorsports entrepreneur John McConnell, and all-star circuit of champions announcer Blake Anderson. You know, each and every one of these uh, guests is unique in their own way. And what I was fascinated by, and you'll hear it when John McConnell and Jim Zufall talk, boy, John's got a lot of irons in the fire. He does. I mean, between his podcast and a race that he's going to be having at Lernerville this year, he's just, uh, 
he's filling a void that uh, a lot of us during the off season need. You know, we do the best we can here at Rapping on Racing, but it's nice that you know he gets out there with his garage talk and gets out and, and talks to pretty much everybody. Well, the garage call's been a big hit. He also does a pre-race show at Lernerville, and uh, he's going to be the announcer at Tri City. So <laughs> I don't know when he's going to sleep, but you'll hear it all when Jim talks to him. Hey, before we get too far into the weeds here. I wanted to, when I did Tanya Charlier's interview, I didn't have the correct phone number, so I'd like to remind you, if you need to get in touch with the folks at Three Rivers Karting, their number is 412-527-8464. Again, 412-527-8464. Now, Dave, you've been down there. It's a pretty nice place, huh? It is. Uh in addition to the go-karts, I happened to be there a couple weeks ago, and they also have axe throwing now in another part of the building, which is becoming something that's real popular. It's not something I would be probably very good at, but I guess with the younger generation, and again, you know, Daryl and his team down there and his, his co-partner have the space to do it. So, again, in terms of having the, the carts, now you have the axe run, and they have the rooms for the conferences. They pretty much cover every area that you could possibly think of, Don. Yeah, Tanya was talking about that, and I was teasing her. I said, people drinking beer and throwing axes would make me nervous, and she just laughed. She's so much fun to talk to. She just, she's a cutie. Well, it's funny. I, I think it was about a year ago I um, had an opportunity to interview her down to Pittsburgh, and she says, ah, oh, Dave, I don't know if I can really, you know, you know, I'm going to be nervous. I said, no one's nervous around me. And she said, I don't know if I could even do a minute. Like 10 minutes later, we were still talking. So I'm glad she had an opportunity. And, you know, again, like much like Cassidy Kammerker, who we're going to, who's going to be on the show, you watch these people mature. Now, Cassidy had the opportunity to grow up and with a racing family and has a, a cart background, a lot of experience at Shapers. But to then go from, you know, a go-kart into a full-body crate late model. She had some growing pains the first year, but, you know, much like anything else, the more, the more you practice, the more seat time you have, the better that she has. And the great part of it is, for our, our, our female listeners out there, she's young, she's energetic, and again, she's a female. Billy Rebar and I talked about his situation, something he's very proud of, uh, and they're going to have the voting this week. Uh, he was nominated uh, for Promoter of the Year and for the RPM Outstanding Event of the Year uh, at the workshop. And when you think about all the tracks that are involved there, I mean, this is pretty serious. And I haven't been to the workshops in a couple of years, but I know when I'd go there, it'd be about 300 important people there, promoters, drivers, car owners, the media. So uh, Billy's kind of happy about that. And uh, well, I, I think that the Motor Mountain Masters speaks for itself. It does. And that, you know, that's probably his crown jewel, his baby. But the, the thing that you've always talked about, Don, and we've, you know, we've known Billy now for you know, quite a few years, and he always thinks outside the box. You know, so first of all, you, know, you have the Motor Mountain Masters. You know, then what he's doing, you know, he brings in monster trucks. First of all, it was one day, then it was two days. Then he brings in the must-see sprints. You have the IMSA modifieds. Uh, and you got so much stuff there that for a race fan, if you were to do anything 
whether it's a Sprint, a late model, a monster truck, they have it at Jennerstown. Yeah. If they don't have something you need, uh, if they don't have something on their schedule you need, you, you want to check your pulse. But the thing I, I think that I think of Bill so much about, and he's appreciative and he mentions this, is, and Don, you know, you taught for so many years, you're only as good as the people that you have around you and he's got some great people and he always takes time to say hey look you know i may be the person in charge but yet these people make my job a lot easier and that's part of uh, my discussion with him he said he's got 82 people that work for him and he couldn't do it without them and he's very appreciative of these people all right what else you got for me any other news that i'm not aware of yeah, just for our for our late model fans, the sprints really haven't started yet. As as we're doing this recording, uh, you know, big sexy Brandon Everton's got to pick you know a couple wins this year. Devin Moran has just been on fire. He's got one win. I think he's got three or four seconds. And Brandon Shepard Shepard picked up a win this past Thursday. So names that we see that you would see would normally dominate, but there's a lot of local guys that you know that uh, I know Colton Flinter went down. You I saw your your post on the Facebook page uh, about Logan Zarin. And again, much like Cassidy Cameron, we watched Logan grow up, and now he's matured from the Crate Late model. And this season, he's going to have two cars for a full-blown super late model. Well, the interesting part there, Tom Lang wrote the story. Now, Tom Lang's a drag racer. However, he started working at Zarin Trucking, and when they find out about his public relations expertise, they put him right to work on that. So it's a, it's a nice fit there for Tom. I mean, it, it, you know, Tom has a lot of background. I mean, you know, he likes to go straight. You know, he's worked, you know, quite a few years with, uh, you know, Get Burgess in the past with Bobby, and so he's got a little bit of you know dirt in his blood. Very versatile gentleman. He's been, oh geez, let's see, wrapping on racing's forty two years. He's probably been here for forty of the forty two years, and just an amazing guy. And we're really glad to have him. He's always a plethora of information, and like you said, to uh, for what he can do. And like I said, if you have multi talents, and so many people in our sport do, and again. Our interview, your interview on this show with Ernie Saxon, you know, talk about a guy that's a plethora of information. Unbelievable. Well, here's a story, Tom. We didn't do it in his interview, but uh, first day at uh, Zarin, and he's sort of like a service advisor. I don't know what you'd call it. Uh, Jim was joking. He said, did anybody find a throttle body that I needed for a 2001 truck? And about 10 minutes later, he came in joking, and Nikki said, well, we found three of them. And, and that's Nikki's Jim's wife. And he said, well, how'd that happen? He said, well, Tom, he knows a lot of people. <laughs> Jim just, his eyes just rolling his eyes back like, Guy, the guy's been here half a day, and he finds something I've been looking for for a couple of years. Well, you know, speaking of Tom, and Jim's there, and you couldn't have a nicer boss to have to work for. Right. Right, and he says they're adamant about it. When it's lunchtime, they stop everything. Someone brings, they have the food, uh, yeah, they don't have time to cook. So they bring the food in, they have their lunch, and then they get back to work. So I think Tom's very happy there, and I know Jim's glad to have him. And we're coming up on a break. Uh, anything you'd like to add? No, I just, uh, I've got some 
I had some health issues this past month. I think they're behind me. Uh, a lot of people probably wondering where my interviews have been. I needed to take that care that, that take care of that first and foremost. So I'm going to be out hunting a lot of people the next couple of months, Don. Okay, Dave. I thank you. You have a nice evening. You do the same as well. This is the Banker Bob Thought for February. How can you ever explain counterclockwise to a kid who has only seen digital clocks? This portion of Rapid on Racing is brought to you by the Jennerstown Speedway Complex, home of the Motor Mountain Masters. For more information, check out Jennerstown.org. Area Auto Racing News is a great way to keep up to date on what is happening in motorsports. Some of their excellent writers include Ernie Saxton, Joanne Davies, Walt Weimer, and Dave Dragovich, just to name a few. Subscribe now to Area Auto Racing News at AARN.com. 50 issues at just $60 or digital only for $39 a year. For more information, call 609-888-3618 or go online to AARN.com. Stay informed with Area Auto Racing News. Since 1974, Environmental Air Incorporated has provided quality sheet metal and HVAC services in the greater Pittsburgh area. They're a commercial sheet metal contractor. Founded in 1974 by Glade Neal, Environmental Air is a family-owned union sheet metal company currently managed by Paul and Craig Neal. The people of Environmental Air are both a team and a family. They believe customer service is important. They value their employees and know that together they can have a meaningful impact on each project or service they provide. Residential service is not available due to the magnitude of their commercial work. 47 years of excellent customer service is the foundation of this successful company. Environmental Air is located at 1100 McCartney Street, Pittsburgh, PA, 15220. For additional information, call 412-922-8988. And now more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Bill Freebar. All right, listeners, up next is the general manager from Jennerstown Speedway, Bill Rebar. Bill, good evening. How are you? Doing well, Don. Thanks for having me. You know, before we get into the specifics of what you're going to do here in the upcoming season, I want to talk about the RPM workshops. Now, they have them in Florida, generally about this time of the year, and the workshops are pretty amazing place and i went i started going down there in the 80s and i probably was there for at least 25 years and what it is it's a group of uh, racers it's promoters drivers media people celebrities it's the who's who in racing and for jenner's time to be nominated uh, some of your thoughts when they not- notified you about the outstanding event of the year yeah, Don, uh, you know, I get the monthly newsletter, and I read through it, and I skim through it, and actually, when they announce the uh, nominees for the Promoter of the Year, and they do it by region, I believe there's seven regions, Right. I was one of eight finalists for Region 1, uh, actually, A.J. Moore from Lake Erie Speedway texted me and said, hey, you know, congratulations for your nomination, and at the time, I hadn't had a chance, still the regular work day, and didn't get to read it, and after I got his text message and looked into it, I was pretty... Uh, gratefully humbled to see that i mean it's just a true testament of the great things that are happening at jennerstown speedway and 
uh, I still stick by my saying that I'm just a small part of a really big group and you know you're only strong as everybody around you and we have a great staff great ownership and it's it's great to see not only we getting recognition from the racers but also from as you're stating people that are you know pretty well respected in the racing community so it's a, it's a great reflection on the speedway and uh, you know some really good company there so we'll see how it pans out well here's some of the tracks in region one albany saratoga in new york Land of Legends, also New York, Star Speedway, New Hampshire, Thunder Road, Vermont, Baps Motor Speedway, PA, Stafford, Connecticut, Port Royal, PA, and Jennerstown. I mean, that's a serious group of nominees, and uh, this this is going to be the 46th uh, RPM workshop, and they have it at Daytona, and I think it's December 13 to 15, and uh, like I said, I've been going there for a long time, and I remember, here's a story you'll like. In the 80s, Don Martin would take a, a group of us down there, and I'm sitting in the audience, and Carrie Agajanian, who's a lawyer, he used to promote Ascot Speedway, one of the most knowledgeable legal minds in racing, said that he wanted to introduce one of his new clients, and he said, I believe this gentleman is going to go places, and the guy's name was Tony Stewart. <laughs> so, I mean, that's how far in the sport that this Kerry Agajanian is. I mean, he's, he's got a lot of good clients. And he's one of the ones that helped fight uh, the people that were trying to do away with the, uh, the release that the drivers signed. Mm-hmm. And he, he was successful in, in stopping that uh, thing from happening. Stu Reamer started this way back before my time, and then Stuart Doty had it up until he sold it to uh, uh, Scott Nicky. And uh, it's just, I can't emphasize enough. I mean, it's the who's who in racing that thinks you ought to be one of the nominees. And uh, I hope when the voting comes in that they're smart enough to realize you're the go to guy. Yeah, definitely in some good company there when you have Stafford, which is uh, probably one of the most premier asphalt tracks at least on the east coast you know as long as with the dirt tracks of port royal and babs i mean i follow those guys pretty closely huge events very successful so uh like i said before wouldn't have no nomination without everybody at the speedway and the support and it, it is humbling to get uh folks from down in north carolina and other regions up in maine and you know they, they pay attention to what's going on and jennerstown's definitely on their radar and 2022 is going to be no exception to that i mean we have some amazing things planned and we just keep building on it, and there's been some exciting news in the uh, media recently that uh, the CRA series has actually been sold to Barb Sargent and his team at Track Enterprises, and if you look them up, uh, everything they've touched turns into great success, so we're excited to have CRA on the schedule, but now under the leadership of Track Enterprises, and I think that will also lead to bigger and better things in the future as well. Let's talk about live streaming at Jennerstown. Yeah, we're super excited. We mentioned it on the show before, and actually we had the opportunity there last month. We said uh, Jared and Louisa Adams have been part of our photography crew for the last several years, and they've done some freelance work for Pit Road TV. They will actually be spearheading the Jennerstown live streaming this year, and the Jennerstown weekly live streaming program will be sponsored by Morocco Welding. We'll be streaming. We're going to do a pre-race show every week. Throughout the week, we're going to offer uh, driver bios and sponsorship highlights, and it's going to be more content than just weekly racing, and our goal is to, to get this up and running. Obviously, it's going to take a wee little bit of time to, to get things perfected and straightened out, but we're hoping to have multiple cameras and replays and you know mini, mini version of Pit Road TV right here at Jennerstown that fans can subscribe to, 
drivers can go back on Sunday and watch the races. And, you know, I envision if we do this right, I think you're going to see fans in the stands subscribing, not only listening to the broadcast when Nate Rigotti's calling it over the PA system, but as well as watching those replays to see what happens. So really excited to offer that at Jennerstown Speedway this year. I know years ago you heard people say, oh, you can't do that. That's going to keep people from coming out in the stands. Well, you and I both know, Don, that racing's a visual sport, and there's no race they're going to sit at home and watch a race on TV if they're within driving distance and they can go attend that race. Um, so we kind of look at it the fact that you know, it will be a subscription base. Uh, it will be, I believe, $10 a week. We may offer a monthly program. We haven't got everything ironed out yet. But at that point, you know, if you could be at the racetrack, you're going to be at the racetrack. If you can't, this is a great opportunity for some of our friends like Corey Casagrande up in Connecticut. We know he'll probably be one of the first ones subscriber to watch. And some of our friends down there at Port City Race Cars and all these other sponsors throughout the region and the country can watch their favorite drivers every Saturday night. Well, let me give you an example of how this is going to help local people that can't be there. Kyle Burkholder is going to be a guest after we're finished talking with you. And he said one of the downsides last season was one of his family members, or might have been his mom, wasn't able to be at the track so she would follow on race monitor or some other electronic method. Now, if that situation exists again this year, she'll be able to watch it. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's bringing the Saturday night racing thrill right to your fingertips. And with the mobile society we have, you could be sitting at dinner, you know, maybe you get drugged into a wedding or whatever it may be you have to <laughs> attend. Uh, you're not going to be without your racing fix. And, and I think it's going to help. I think it's going to help drivers promote sponsors this year. I mean, now, you know, there's going to be highlights every week. Uh, we're actually doing some digital billboards in the region that we may play clips, uh, things like that. So it's just going to keep growing. Well, you mentioned sponsors, and if they're able to, uh, maybe they can't be at the track, but they see their car in victory lane on TV, that's a big, big deal. Now, uh, a lot of race fans think when the season's over, you shut the gate, turn off the electricity, and you just wait for the new season. But you're probably as busy during the off-season trying to coordinate the sponsorship, billboards, wall signs, whatever. Uh, Some of your thoughts on the uh, sponsorship situation for this year. Well, it's actually going, I'll go on record and say I am busier in the off-season because during the race season, you got 82 different employees to lean on. Uh, during the off-season, it's me, myself, and I, and <laughs> the owners give a hand, and Nate's coming on board some. But uh, it's, it's quite a juggling act. We have some great people on the ground. We have a lot of new sponsors reaching out this year. Uh, we have a new playground sponsor we'll be able to announce next month. We have a new scoreboard sponsor for the top of the scoreboard. Uh, a lot of new, fresh faces coming into Jennerstown Speedway as of a result of how great the 2021 season was. Uh, you know, there was a lot of uh, spread word of mouth, and people hear what's going on, and they want to be a part of it. And we're also seeing a lot of regeneration of people that were part of racing many years ago. Maybe they were part of a race team, and now they own their own business. And it's, it's been really fruitful for the Speedway drivers and more, and we're really excited to see uh, how this continues to grow as we get into the spring. So, you know, you, you try to set small goals, of, hey, I want to accomplish this by this month, I want to accomplish this by that month, and and I think we're actually slightly ahead. And as we all know, Don, you don't want to get too far ahead because because of our wonderful supply chain issues that we're facing throughout the country. You want to get as much done when you can and hope to maintain that, but it can come to a halt. Uh, You know, some of our drivers are having a hard time getting parts. I'm a motor state dealer and 
I think they checked yesterday, we're like $4,500 worth of stuff back ordered for drivers. And uh, Larry Heminger ordered a clutch kit that's been on back order for three months. It literally came available today. So we're slowly trying to overcome all that. Um, American Racer and McCurry have been fantastic with communicating with us, and they're doing their best efforts to stay out in front of this and hopefully provide tires at at least the same level we had last year. I mean, it got a little thin at times, but we never had to cancel an event where some of the competitors were forced to cancel pretty high-end events. So uh, we're trying to get out ahead of everything the best we can and be up front and communicate with everyone. And before you know it, it'll be time to go racing. You mentioned something I'm a big fan of, and that's the playground for kids. Let's say mom and dad come to the track and they got a two-year-old or a three-year-old. And they don't care what's happening on the racetrack. But if they can be in a playground there at the track nearby where mom and dad are, everybody wins. Absolutely. And you can still see the, the speedway. It's not like the playground's in the back. And, uh, you know, and I had a gentleman last year I ran into. He said, this is the only reason why I get to come here every Saturday night because I bring my two kids. And as long as they can play on the playground, he goes, I can stand right there, watch them, and still watch the races. So it's a, it's a great family experience. And, you were very blessed to have that as a addition to the speedway. Okay, Bill, we're coming up on a break. Any closing thoughts? Anything you'd like to add? No, Don. I hope you're enjoying the weather down south because it hasn't been too great up here in Pennsylvania. But uh, you know, it's got to get worse before it gets better. And the next thing you know, hopefully, uh, the stupid groundhog did see a shadow. So six more weeks of that. But hopefully, we can get uh, the snow gone, the ice gone, and be racing on the mountain here soon. You mentioned Groundhog Day. Uh, Punk's Tawny Phil's wife divorced him, and she's living in Florida. She said he's a liar. Yeah, yeah, that, that Groundhog Day doesn't sit well with me anymore. We could just skip that day. Okay. So. Well, you, you have a nice evening. All right, Don, thank you. This portion of Rapping on Racing was brought to you by the Jennerstown Speedway Complex, home of the Motor Mountain Masters. For information about upcoming events at Jennerstown Speedway, check out Jennerstown.org. A message for all racers, race fans, or campers. Alternative Power Sources Incorporated, located in western Pennsylvania since 1995, we have proudly served homeowners and businesses throughout portions of Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia, offering a complete line of generators and the ability to provide turnkey projects. From sales and rentals to service, maintenance, and installation, Alternative Power Sources is dedicated to providing reliable generator solutions. Their brands include MTU, Kohler, Gillette, Yamaha, Powertech, and ASCO. The experienced sales force has over 40 years' experience in the generator field, providing the resources to design the generator package to meet your needs and specifications and supply the specified products. If service is important to you, they are your source. Alternative Power Sources. For more information, call 1-800-894-4455. No one covers motorsports like Rapid on Racing. For nearly 40 years, Rapid on Racing has provided the best in motorsports information with knowledgeable and veteran reporters who cover all forms of racing. Weekly reports include local dirt and asphalt racing from Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia, plus the All-Star, Lucas Oil Late Models, NASCAR, Rush, and the World of Outlaws. Listeners get the latest breaking motorsports news. 
The show features special guests, local track reports, driver interviews. The host of Rapid on Racing is Don Gamble. A former driver and track promoter, Don brings a wealth of racing knowledge to the program every week. Rapid on Racing. fans joining us now is Kyle Burkholder. Uh, Kyle, I want to thank you for taking the time to be with us today. Yeah, anytime. Thank you. How does it feel to be the 2021 Charger champion? Oh, it feels great. Um, championships are hard to come by, so to get one was uh, really, really cool this year. Well, I've seen you in Victory Lane, some nice pictures with you and Lindsay and Charlotte and uh, Watching your race, I figured, nah, it's not going to be long. This, uh, I think it's in the blood here with the Arsenberger group that uh, you're going to be a champion, and you did. But let's talk a little bit about it. Obviously, you got started because of Bob Arsenberger, your grandfather. Is that safe to say? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I watched him race for a lot of years. Good driver, victory lane a lot of times. But your start in racing, your jobs in racing were kind of – inauspicious when you first started out at Roaring Knob. What did you do down there? Uh, I started out when I was 12 uh, being the fuel man, and then um, I think when I was 14 and they could put me on the insurance, I mowed grass and did pump the fuel and stuff and run the tow truck if I needed to or run the track and whatever, really whatever I needed done before race day and during and after and taught you a lot yeah there's a lot of work that goes into a racetrack every week just to have fun on saturday night that's for sure well for for years grandpap was uh, one of the owners at motordrome and then later at roaring knobs so uh, if anybody could appreciate the problems it would would have been him and his fellow owners now you've only raced 12 years full-time but off and on you've been in this sport for a long time yeah, I started when I was seven, and um, really the kind of ran go karts for uh, five or six years there full time, and then kind of got away from it. And in two thousand and eight, we got in a charger cart, the knob, and did that for five or six years, seven years, something like that. And uh, then kind of went dormant for a little bit and built a house, and I guess you could say did the little grow up deal and. Um, Finally, things settled down and decided to get back into it there two years ago. Now, I actually saw you race at uh, Roaring Knob, and I think at the time I was down there, was your brother racing with you? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yep, we both uh, both ran the Charger division, yep. So you've done the carts, you did the dirt Charger cars, and, and now you're doing the asphalt Charger cars. Um, and we're going to talk about your new car in a minute. But uh, the cars you were racing, did you build them or buy them? No, um, Bill Audi built them for us. Um, he built them in the winter of 2007. He built Kenny's first and then mine. 
and um, that was a great experience. Um, missed that guy a lot. He was a really good guy. You know, you know Jenner's town. He's famous there, um, but uh, you know, can't say enough about him and his family. And they're just really great people. Amazing people. And if you were in one of his cars, you could not have had a better or safer race car. I met Bill by accident at Jennerstown. Uh, must have been in the late 60s, early 70s, and we were friends till he passed away. Just an amazing man. And his son's the same way. Barry would literally give you the shirt off his back if if you needed it. And when I, I get frustrated with Barry because he keeps selling cars, and then the guys he's selling them to are beating them with his own cars. When I talk to his mom in the stand, she says, he's got to stop doing that. <laughs> but I don't think he's going to. What do you like best Man. about racing? Uh, just the, the people and the experience. Yeah. People that don't watch racing or don't like racing or whatever, they just don't. They've never experienced the right part of it. I mean, I've learned things. I've learned more stuff sitting in a garage than I ever did you know, at school or anything like that. And it was all working on race cars and and um, you know the people that you meet. It's people from all walks of life at the racetrack, and uh, they're all really good people. They're like family, and they would do anything for you. I mean, they'd, they'd run the wheels off you on the track, but then go in the pits and help you put the wheels back on. It's just great people. The greatest people in the world are at the racetrack, and I've said that for many, many years. I've had a lot of different jobs, spent a lot of time in education, met a lot of nice people, but no one as nice as the people in racing. Obviously, the tough, the toughest part is the time and the money. Uh, and and we'll get into your sponsors in a little bit, but uh, if you couldn't go racing, what would you do? I honestly don't know. Um, probably work more, but um, now with having Charlotte and everything, I'm sure my wife can find plenty of things for me to do. Uh, but really, we have a side by side and stuff. I guess we just get to use that a lot more, and you know, just maybe buy a camper or something, but. Let's hope we don't have to cross that bridge anytime soon. We can keep racing and keep going to the racetrack every Saturday night. How about a hot rod or a muscle car? Would that be a possibility? Well, yeah, that would be, but the, the, that doesn't fit the baby thing anymore. No, and uh, no. <laughs> I think if we get out of race cars, my wife's going to make me do, have a hobby that includes her. And yeah. can't say that I blame her for sure, but um, <clears throat> yeah. Hopefully the hot rod will come someday. Well, sure. <laughs> Excuse me, Charlotte's a year old. Uh, are to a point now where she has you wrapped around her little finger? Oh yeah, she's she's a little bundle of joy. She uh, she's learned to walk one day and started running the next, and she's putting words together and things. You know, it's 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 amazing to watch from day to day how much she grows and and uh, I, I definitely wouldn't change nothing about that wouldn't wouldn't have to live without her now the best thing in life is watching your children grow up and enjoying the time you have with them and the fact that racing will allow you to have her be part of what you do and when Lindsay and charlotte are in the pits whether in a truck or a camper or whatever uh that's a special time and when you think about it you know you're probably on the track maybe an hour on a race night but the other six days of the week 
might be in a garage, you might be visiting a friend, hanging out at somebody else's garage, maybe having a social event with someone else that's involved with your team. That's what it's all about. Like to talk about your first win. Uh, would have been in a dirt car. Where was that? Yeah, Roaring Knob in um, 2009. That had to be pretty special. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, I, we got, that would have been the second year we raced uh, the Charger cars. And the first year, I, there was a couple of nights we got close and uh, couldn't seal the deal, I guess. So. Um, started right off the bat. I think it was the second night and uh, got a win. And you never forget the first ones. And uh, there's nothing any sweeter than the first ones. Even even going to asphalt, that first win we got last year was probably one of the bigger ones. You know, most exciting. That um, out of all of them. Fans, uh, we're going to need to take a commercial break. We'll be back with more and Kyle Burkholder after these messages. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. Area Auto Racing News is a great way to keep up to date on what is happening in motorsports. Some of their excellent writers include Ernie Saxton, Joanne Davies, Walt Weimer, and Dave Dragovich, just to name a few. Subscribe now to Area Auto Racing News at AARN.com. 50 issues at just $60 or digital only for $39 a year. For more information, call 609-888-3618 or go online to AARN.com. Stay informed with Area Auto Racing News. All right, fans, we're back. If you're just joining us, we're talking to Kyle Burkholder, the 2021 Charger champion at Jennerstown. You know, Kyle, I know the answer, but for the benefit of the fans, and we have a lot of new ones, how did you pick your number? Uh, Pap was always 26, and Kenny took that. So uh, Uncle Christopher was 27, and Dad gave me the option you want to be 26 like your brother or 27 or what do you want to be? And so I just picked 27 that way. I didn't want to be exactly like my brother. Right. So, um, and it just stuck. Everybody said when I went asphalt racing, I should go to 26 and, you know, for pap. And I said, you know how many things in life I'd have to change that are number 27. Everything you do is whether it's a screen name on a computer or whatever, it's always got a 27 in it. Right. So, right. Right. Um, too, too, yeah, too, yeah. too many changes. Yes, right. Now, uh, one of your goals, obviously, you want to move up the ladder, uh, and you're doing that this year, going from the uh, 
the stocks up into the pro stocks. Um, that's a, a big move. And, and in just a bit, we'll get to the car. Uh, how about the sponsors? Who are the folks that help you out? Uh, we're still working on that this year, but um, I think most of them are coming back from last year. I uh, can't thank them all enough. And it's uh, Arsenberger Trucking, Morocco Welding, Brooks Camper Sales, Mountain View Acres, <clears throat> Bigham's Auto, Penn Summit Insurance, Mays Kitchens, Caitlin Rose Band, Hendricks Taxidermy, and Show Cattle Company. It always fascinates me, and a lot of the fellows that race at Genesis are involved in this show cattle thing. That's got to be a complete different venue. Uh, do you ever get to go to the uh, company with show cattle and see what they do? Well, actually, this show cattle is, um, their last name is show. So uh, it's show cattle company, show farms, I believe. But um, as far as uh, show cattle itself, yeah, I've, I mean, down at the fairs and stuff, I went and seen those and, these guys are, um, you know, simply raising for, you know, uh, consumer purposes. Um, they own about, I think they own three or four farms right here in Mill Run, and uh, they get bigger and bigger, so hopefully they continue to grow. See, I assumed that show was taking them to show, so I'm glad you clarified that because I'm not uh, a real agricultural or farm expert, and you got me on the right page. Now, let's talk about your crew chief. Who's your crew chief? Uh, Dad's the crew chief, and uh, then uh, Kenny and Colby and Austin uh, help in the garage every week, and uh, Tiny and Derek come to the racetrack with us and, and help out in the pits and stuff. Um, I <clears throat> Austin uh, can't can't thank him enough because he's he's uh he he's with me every step of the way no matter what it is so i can't can't trade him either fans if you're just joining us or joining us late we're talking to kyle burkholder the 2021 charger champion at jennerstown uh some of the previous championships you've had uh 2004 acme speedway go-kart champion 2013 Roaring Knob Charger Champion and then the most recent one. I'd like to talk about your car and that's what prompted me. I would have eventually scheduled scheduled you this uh, season but when I saw that beautiful new car, I mean it just jumped right off the page. Uh, beautiful red number 27 and one of the sponsors is already on there, Morocco. Uh, where did you get the car? Uh, we actually bought it off of rick singleton up in heston and um he bought it off of todd stone uh, i think two or three years ago he was hoping to get to jennerstown and he couldn't find help and um i don't believe he really publicized selling it but <clears throat> through billy rebar uh, billy said hey i think this guy wants to sell this and uh you ought to look into it so we looked into it and we ended up purchasing it Billy's amazing. He's sort of like a, a used race car salesman, and he's always hooking somebody up, the buyer, the seller. And I think that's why this uh, division has, has grown so fast. Oh, yeah. That's between him and Larry Hemminger. I think Larry's got, it seems like he's always got race cars up there for sale, late models or 
what, you know, whatever you want. And this group that's running Jennerstown right now, they're doing it right. I mean, that it's just amazing to see how things have grown up there just in the last couple of years. And this new division, I think they had like 12 or 14 cars, something like that, at the end of the year, which is really great for a brand-new division. So, you know, whatever they're doing, don't change it because it's working. I could see them ending up with 20 cars this year because it's nice. It's it's between the Chargers and the late models, and budget-wise, for a lot of guys, that's the best place to be. Uh, what type of chassis is it? It's a Port City chassis. Port City. That's a good one. Yep. And the nice yeah, thing. The last, go ahead. The, the last time um, it was at Jennerstown, it won the uh, Masters in 2018, I believe. 2018 or 2019. The nice thing about Port City is if you need to update it, uh, you're good to go. And uh, they're not far from where I'm living now, down in North Carolina. Just a great group of people. As a matter of fact, I was at a uh, car show uh, in North Carolina last weekend, and they were there. Uh, it was a... Uh, you know, show all the vendors were there, all the different people, and I'm going to have uh, some of them will be on the show the same as you for the February program. Uh, in closing, is there anything that we need to add, anything that we've missed? Um, I just want to thank my pap and my parents and, and uh, everybody who helps me out. Obviously, I want to thank my wife. She puts up with my with everything and... Uh, you know, good or bad. So I uh, just want to thank everybody who helps me out because definitely couldn't do it alone. The wife of a race car driver or car owner is a very special lady. And to have that support, and like I said earlier, the fact that Lindsay and Charlotte can be part of what you're doing, it's pretty special. Well, Kyle, I want to thank you for being with us. Wish you well for the new season. And when we post all the information to the show, we're going to let everybody see that beautiful new car. All right. Hey, thanks, Don. I appreciate it. Thank you. This portion of tonight's program is brought to you by Environmental Air Incorporated. Number One Cochrane has created a new way, a faster way, an easier way to buy a car. Now you can complete as much of the process as you'd like online and spend less time in store or do it all online and get home delivery. Expressway is way easy to use. Just shop our nearly 20 new car brands and thousands of pre-owned vehicles to find the model that's perfect for you. We're big on transparency, so you get our best possible price up front. We call it our clear-cut price, and it's independently validated by Kelly Blue Book right on your screen. Our experts are standing by to help you throughout the entire buying process. You can also stop at any time, save where you are, and come to the showroom to pick up where you left off. Don't love your new vehicle? Don't worry, we'll take it back, no questions asked. Best of all, Expressway is open 24-7. That means you can buy your way with Expressway right away. Number one, Cochrane. See it all at Cochrane.com. Located in beautiful Somerset County in western Pennsylvania's picturesque Laurel Highlands, the Jennerstown Speedway Complex hosts exciting Saturday night racing from May to September. 
Come see daring drivers competed late models, modifieds, pro stocks, street stocks, chargers, and the fast and furious fours. Special events include the Motor Mountain Masters, NASCAR Wayland Modifieds, ISMA sanctioned Super Modifieds, the Super Cup Stock Car Series, and Enduro races. The Jennerstown Speedway Complex takes great pride in providing fun, affordable family entertainment. The 6 p.m. start time allows the younger fans the opportunity to enjoy the entire show, including at the completion of each weekly event. Everyone in attendance is invited into the pits to meet the drivers and see the cars up close. Spend your Saturday nights in Somerset County at the Jennerstown Speedway Complex. And now back to more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Tom Lang. All right, fans, joining us now is Tom Lang with the update on drag racing all across the country. Tom, good evening. How are you? Good evening, Don. It's a pleasure to join you as always. And as well on this end. Hey, usually when a race in Florida is affected by the weather, it's rain that caused the problem. Not so last weekend at Bradenton. Tell us what kind of weather they had that forced a cancellation of the race. Don, it was cold in Bradenton, and not just cold for Florida cold, but downright below freezing cold, a very similar to what they were dealing with at the Rolex 24 Hours of Daytona, which was on the other side of the Florida Peninsula. The race at Bradenton was the U.S. Street Nationals, and it paid $32,000 to win for a 32-car qualified field of pro mods. Now, there was some rain over the course of the four days of the event, but it was the cold that created the problems. Now, first of all, cold air makes getting the track dried out from the rain difficult, if not impossible. But even when they got the track dried, the cold air made the track prep useless. The traction compound does not apply properly if the track's cold, and the layers of rubber that the rotator and dragger lay down they don't stick to a cold surface. Now, they began round one of eliminations for ProMod Saturday evening, and they only managed to get four pairs of cars down the track before it became apparent that track conditions were absolutely diabolical. So the decision was made to pull the plug for Saturday and see what Sunday would bring. Unfortunately, when Sunday morning arrived, it soon dawned on everyone that by the time they got the track prepped, they'd be lucky if they could get three to four hours of racing in. And that wasn't enough time to complete all five rounds of pro mods, let alone all the other classes that were scheduled to compete. So the race promoters, uh, the track management, uh, they got together and decided it was just time to cancel the rest of the event. And just to show how fickle the sport of drag racing can be for the competitors, I'd like to point out that in early December, Bradenton hosted the Snowbird Nationals, where the ProMod purse paid $50,000 to win. Melanie Salemi took home that $50,000 purse that weekend. This weekend at Bradenton, she wound up 33rd on the qualifying sheet, just missing the cut. She actually made one qualifying pass that would have put her in the show but she was tap dancing right next to the center line all the way down the track, carrying the front end, and right near the finish line, she crossed over that center line, which disqualified her run. 
which epitomizes that old saying about how quickly one can go from hero to zero. Those temperatures have to be really hard to deal with as far as tuning an engine. Well, cool air will make more horsepower, but cold air, it makes it very difficult. And most of the supercharged cars run on alcohol, which is real difficult to get alcohol to lighten that cold air. Uh, when I raced with Mike Kosky, he used to have a, we would use alcohol, you'd squirt it into the injector hat and prime the engine and crank it over and it would light up. Well, on a cold day, the alcohol didn't want to light. So we mixed it half and half with gasoline, and uh, that's how we would get that engine started. But it's very, very difficult to tune, and especially to get the car to hook. So uh, those conditions, which they always measure the corrected altitude, uh, that gives them an idea of how they're going to tune the car. And the lower the corrected altitude, the faster the car will go if it's tuned properly, well, sometimes it's below sea level, and they call that mine shaft conditions. And you don't see them very often, and uh, unfortunately, they are so tricky to tune for, and this is one of those cases right there. Last month, you told us that Thompson Raceway Park was sold, and I understand that the new owners are already making some major moves toward upgrading the facility. Yes, Don. The Coonley brothers, owners of Coonley Trucking, have made some announcements about the top priorities on their list of improvements. The first thing on the list are some safety issues. The shutdown area, which has needed some attention for quite some time, is first on the list. The shutdown area will be leveled, repaved, and most important, the steel guardrails will be removed and they'll be replaced with concrete walls. Uh, those steel guardrails, when a car gets into them, they're just like a can opener, can opener, and they'll rip the side right off the car. So it's very nice to see that the guardrails are leaving and concrete walls are going to be installed. Uh, the return road, which, to be honest, resembled the Ho Chi Minh Trail, it's going to be widened, it'll be straightened, it's going to be repaved, and new lighting will be installed there. Of course, the safety issues for the racers are paramount on people's minds, but another big safety issue is the grandstands. The wooden, wooden seating portions of the grandstands, they were extremely dilapidated. They were falling apart. Uh, large sections of the grandstands were roped off to keep people from falling through them. It was announced just the other day that new grandstands have been acquired and they'd be installed very soon. Uh, any racetrack, no matter what time of ra type of racing they do, it profits from spectators. If you don't have any place that they can sit and be comfortable, they're not likely to return to your track. Uh, the Coonley brothers have made the safety and comfort of the fans and the racers a top priority, and their first steps are big ones in addressing those issues. Uh, I've had a lot of people uh, my age and older ask me if I think the sport of drag racing is dying because the sport we have known since the 60s has changed so much over the years, and many of the aspects of the sport that we're used to are disappearing. Uh, my answer to those questions is that the sport is changing, but it isn't dying. Uh, and, and the fact that track owners like the Coonley brothers, uh, Greg Miller at Keystone, Jerry Scotia at Empire Dragway, 
of the Matcham family of Dragway 42 and the Fox family of Quaker City. They are constantly investing money into their facilities and constantly making upgrades. And that shows me that the sport has a bright future. It may not be what us old-timers are used to seeing over the years, but there are plenty of people who still show a lot of interest in the sport. And it's going to grow in different directions, but it will keep growing. Well, you mentioned Greg Miller from Keystone, and I heard he made a trip to Oklahoma to a drag strip promoter's workshop. Uh, Boy, he gets around, doesn't he? Yeah, he sure does. Uh, Greg leaves no stone unturned when it comes to making his track better for the racers and the fans. I run into him every year at the PRI show where he always has a full schedule of meetings. And as you mentioned, he recently ventured out to Oklahoma to a drag strip promoter's workshop organized by Kurt Johnson of Total Venue Concepts. Don, I know you've been to various promoters' workshops over the years, and they are invaluable to track operators. Uh, They get to talk to other promoters, share ideas, experiences, uh, what works, what doesn't work. And, uh, you know, what's it going to do for them? And what's the word they use for that nowadays? Oh, network. Yeah, network. They get to network with each other, which is good for all of us involved in this sport. So, as always, I applaud Greg for all the time and effort he puts into Keystone. Uh, When I think back to what the track looked like in the 90s versus what it is today, uh, I've got to give a lot of credit to Greg and uh, Michael Tedesco, who actually owns the facility, for their vision, which continues to pay off for everyone in western Pennsylvania who loves the sport of drag racing. You know, Tom, I understand uh, you're spending a good bit of time with uh, some super late model people from dirt. Uh, can you tell us what's going on? Yeah, I have a feeling I'm going to be uh, making a, a few more stops to uh, Lernerville and PMS and uh, Sharon and some of the other tracks in our area. I recently went to work for uh, Jimmy Zarin at Zarin Truck and Automotive Service. And as many of our listeners know, his son Logan is now driving a super late model. Uh, He worked his way up through go-karts and the crate late models. And uh, they've got two very nice, well-equipped race cars. And uh, I'm going to be spending some time going to some races with them, help them with a little PR. And uh, remind me of my days about 20 years or so ago when I was racing with Skip and Bobby Burgess. So uh, chances are I'm going to run Indy at some uh, dirt tracks this summer, Don. Sounds like a perfect plan, Tom. Uh, good report. Have we, have we covered everything, or is there anything you need to add? No, uh, that covers everything for this week. Well, I thank you. You have a nice evening. Uh, you do the same. Thanks, Don. This portion of tonight's program was brought to you by Environmental Air Incorporated. Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway returns for its 43rd racing season in 2022 with a jam-packed weekly racing schedule. It all kicks off on Saturday, April 23rd, featuring our five weekly racing divisions, the Rush Late Models, the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, the Hobby Stocks, the Open Four Cylinders, and the Young Guns. Throughout the season, PPMS will host several can't-miss special events, including the 34th annual Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series Pittsburgher 100, as well as three Rush Late Model Touring Series events, the Herb Scott Memorial, the Joke George, 
Sports Steel City Classic and the two-night Bill Hendren Memorial. Other special events include the Falcone Automotive 410 Outlaw Sprint Series, the Boss Wingless Sprint Car Series, the Penn Ohio Pro Stock Series Ed Laboo Memorial, the Red Miley Rumble, the Thunder on the Dirt Vintage Modifieds, the Hobby Stock Invitational, and more. For our full schedule and all track information, check out ppms.com and be sure to stay up to date by following us on Facebook by searching Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway and on Twitter at PA Motor Speedway. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A. J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and J.W.C. J.W.C.A. are unaffiliated entities. And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Tyler Harris. All right, fans, joining us now is the voice of Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, Tyler Harris. Tyler, good evening. How are you? I'm doing well, Don. How about yourself? Good, good. Uh, 60-some degrees today, so we're toughing it out. <laughs> better than our uh, 32 with the rain-snow mix right now oh, on, on top of our, what, like, third winter storm? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's... Uh, well, hey, you know, we're just we're just around the car corner from car shows, and, uh, well, as it stands now in February, we're about 20 or so days away from sprint cars being on the track over on the eastern side of the state. So, hey, before you know it, racing's going to be here, and, uh, you know, I can tell you this right now, I'm, I'm more than excited to see some race cars on some racetracks and some lucky people, you know, from up this area who made their way down to Florida are getting to watch some of that go on right now. So, hey, all the more to them and we get to watch some on TV if we have subscription services. So uh, you could say the racing season is pretty much here for the most part. Yeah. Now, tonight is February 7th, but on February 2nd, something uh, pretty nice happened and you wanted to talk about it. Yeah, February 2nd, obviously everybody pretty much knows that day is Groundhog Day. However, in my opinion, uh, the more importantly celebrated that uh, celebrated day that day should be National Girls and Women's in Sports Day. And uh, PPMS is proud to host so many talented female competitors each year. And by no means are these women or girls considered to be field fillers. I mean, these girls and women compete 
week in and week out. They find themselves mixing it up for positions throughout the field, competing for a podium finish, or even find themselves parked on the front stretch with the checkered flag in their hand after their respective features. So uh, for the sake of time, I'm not going to go through and name each one individually. Plus, I don't want to leave any out either if if I forget any. However, we're absolutely thrilled to have at least one female competitor in each of our five weekly divisions last season in 2021. And fans, if you're interested, you can check out our final 2021 point standings at dpms.com to see how well some of our female competitors performed last season. One that comes to the top of my mind right now actually is Cassidy Kamaker, who's also going to be on this episode of Wrapping on Racing in just a little bit. I believe she finished third in the point standings for the Warwick Automotive Rush Dirt Late Models. And Tanya Charlier is also going to be on this episode of Wrapping on Racing. She was a weekly competitor in our Penn Ohio Pro Stock Division last season. So that's just two to name many. But uh, just so many, so much talent in the pool at PPMS, and a lot of those talented people are, in fact, women or um, young females. Emmy Laboon comes to mind as well. Uh, one woman or one girl that we got to watch go from running around the inside of the track, just getting used to things, to finding herself in victory lane come season's end. You're too young to remember this, but there was a time when women weren't even allowed in the pits. So we've come a long way, and I like it the way it is now. Oh, I, I, I agree. I mean, I mean, there's just so many other two. It's not even just the ones who compete on a weekly basis. It's the women who are in the pits each week for their teams, you know, making sure that things get done in the pits, making sure things stay on track and get done throughout the night. Um, and without those women all, that also – um, do what they do in their respective pits, it, it wouldn't be possible. Well, in Lernerville, one of the best crew chiefs there is Lexi Shingledecker. And I'm talking, she's the real deal. We had her up for an interview up in the press box one night, and she said, well, uh, we need to make this fast because i got to get down and change gears. I mean, <laughs> this woman is amazing. There's so many more of them, too, Don, and that's that's what makes our sport so special. Yes. Um, I understand uh, we can talk about the schedule, but did I hear right there's going to be a circus at Pittsburgh? <laughs> possibly. Yeah, possibly. The Garden Brothers Nuclear Circus currently has Thursday, May 12th through the 15th on the schedule, and that event is still tentative. We haven't had that completely locked in yet. We're hoping it does, but it's hard to say for sure. Um, but besides that, that's the uh, that's exciting. It's something new, something different on the schedule. But uh, as far as the rest of our schedule goes, pretty much everything is locked in date-wise, so everything should be getting rolling right around the middle of uh, April. Do you have anything that jumps off the page that we want to talk about maybe in the first month of the season? I mean, what what do you want... What would you like to talk about? Well, I mean, one thing that comes to mind right now is I believe car shows are getting ready to start up. And I think in March, come, come March, of the, I believe it's the Osmer Memorial Car Show at the Clearview Mall. And that's in the beginning of March. I'll have to find some more information on that. But I believe we're going to have some schedules available at that event. And that's always a great time to get out to a local mall to check out some of the uh, paint schemes or I guess anymore they're just wraps they're no longer paint it's just wrapped up cars uh, with vinyl but we'll get to see some of the different competitors that are going to be competing throughout our western PA region for the 2022 season as far as early season I think the the most notable thing Don it's just going to be the entire season I'm officially dubbing this upcoming season the 2022 season as the year of opportunity 
As you and I have discussed throughout the past several months, Daryl Charlier, the Rourke Automotive Rush late model champion, is moving up to super late models. Frank McGill and Cody Gatellich, they finished first and second, respectively, in the priority equipment rental hobby stocks and the point standings. They're going to be moving up to the Penn Ohio Pro Stock competition next season. The Crawford Auto Repair Open Four-Cylinder Champion Bill Tennant will not be competing weekly at PPMS next season. I believe they're planning a little bit of vacationing and hitting some different tracks throughout our area. And then Logan can tell us, Logan can tell us rather, the always safe flagging and traffic control young gun champion is moving up to the priority equipment rental hobby stocks. So that leaves Nick Kachuba as the only defending champion for 2022 for the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks. And that points championship itself came down to the last night of points competition. So four out of our five weekly divisions are guaranteed to see a new champion crowned next season. And if that doesn't scream opportunity for our weekly competitors, as well as competitors throughout our Western PA region or the tri-state area for that matter, Don, I'm not sure really what does. I like your title, the year of opportunity. And any time a driver moves up a division, uh, be it at Pittsburgh or wherever they're racing, it just helps the sport grow. And the younger drivers that are getting into it, basically because some of the support divisions at Pittsburgh, it's wonderful because back in the old days, it was two divisions. And, you know, you didn't have that opportunity for growth. No, that's just it. That's uh, I would I would even dub PPMS as the racetrack, not just for the year of opportunity, but just the opportunity for growth. I can't really think of too many other racetracks in our area that promotes that as much as PPMS. Whether you're starting out at the young gun division or there's plenty of opportunity in the hobby stocks, we have so many young competitors in our hobby stock division at PPMS. It's it's honestly impressive to see how talented these young talents are and how quickly they adapt and learn to different situations. Philip Ubeck comes to mind, started off in four cylinders, and then all of a sudden found himself in a rush late model last season and finished second in points to Daryl Charlier. Absolutely incredible. And he's a young kid. He had a, I, I believe it was a, over a 20-year-old chassis. <laughs> so, I mean, if that doesn't scream opportunity, I don't know what does. Well, let's talk about opportunity for Tyler Harris. Now, you've worked with uh, Jim Zufall, and Jim let everyone know that he wanted to uh, retire this year. So it's not like you're walking in cold turkey. Uh, you did on track. You did some stuff in the booth. How do you feel about being in the air chair every Saturday? Oh, it's... Don, it's a dream come true. Um, I never thought that this opportunity would ever come about, um, and and especially how quickly it did, too. Um, I guess just right place, right time. You know, Pittsburgh was looking for some help in some different areas, and I was just ready to get my hands dirty. And sure enough, you know, so many people found, I guess, trust in me to to do the job and do it correctly and and not be too much of a liability. And and Jim had a huge hand in that, and I can't thank Jim enough. I can't thank you enough for for helping that opportunity come about. Um, I'm just excited to be a part of racing in a deeper form than just fandom. Um, I've been a fan pretty much all my life, and um, there's no problem in just being a fan, but racing needs people to get involved to keep it going. Every track needs help for the most part in our area. So, I mean, if you're looking to get involved in racing in some sort of fashion, I'm going to go ahead and guarantee your local racetrack probably needs a helping hand one way or the other, whether it's 
you know, obviously maybe not announcing, but, you know, there's obviously proof in the pudding as far as being able to step up into that role, uh, as, as we're kind of talking about right now. But, I mean, tech inspectors, uh, confessions workers, gate, gate workers, I mean, you name it, uh, there's help needed pretty much everywhere. So um, it, it's it's easy to get involved. It's exciting. It's fun. Um, I'm just I'm thrilled to be able to do this. I'm thrilled to be able to talk about what's going on on the racing surface uh, out on the racetrack. That that's just mind blowing that that I get the opportunity to do opportunity rather to do that. So um, I'm so thankful for the opportunity provided by the Miley family and by Jim and by you and by everybody who helped make it happen. And um, I'm just excited for for next season and to get going. It's a very simple formula. You know racing. You've been around it for a long time. You have a smooth delivery. You don't uh, take up, when you're doing an interview or something, you, you focus mainly on the driver and what he or she have done that night. And uh, people like that. So I have no doubt that it's going to be a, a big hit having you in the booth. I want to thank you for being with us tonight. Is there anything you'd like to add? Just want to add, just come check us out next season at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, home of Dirt's Monster Half Mile. Uh, several opportunities, several big shows coming up next season with Rush Late Model Competition. I believe we have four 410 sprint car races scheduled. The Boss Wingless Sprint Cars will be coming back on July 23rd. So plenty of opportunity to check out to see what we're doing down in Imperial, Pennsylvania. If you haven't been down in a while, come check us out. It's a good time down there at Dirt's Monster Half Mile. Tyler, I thank you. You have a nice evening. You do the same, Don. Thank you so much. This portion of today's program is brought to you by Alternative Power Sources. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. Since 1974, Environmental Air Incorporated has provided quality sheet metal and HVAC services in the greater Pittsburgh area. They're a commercial sheet metal contractor. Founded in 1974 by Glade Neal, Environmental Air is a family-owned union sheet metal company, currently managed by Paul and Craig Neal. The people of Environmental Air are both a team and a family. They believe customer service is important. They value their employees and know that together they can have a meaningful impact on each project or service they provide. Residential service is not available due to the magnitude of their commercial work. 47 years of excellent customer service is the foundation of this successful company. Environmental Air is located at 1100 McCartney Street, Pittsburgh, PA, 15220. For additional information, call 412-922-8988. And now back to Don Gamble and more Rappin' on Racing. 
right, listeners, joining us now is the young lady that drives the number 21 Pro Stock at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, Tanya Charlier. Thank you for being with us, and welcome to Wrapping on Racing. Thank you, Don. I appreciate you reaching out to me. Yeah. What I'd like to start off with, I'm going to tell the fans, the listeners, about Charler Racing. And I'd like you to listen because a lot of these things, I think, very well happened before you were born. So be patient with me. I met Daryl's grandfather, Tub Charlier, in 1960 at Greater Pittsburgh Speedway. And I've asked the question before, but I don't remember the answer. How would he get the name Tub when he was a slim and trim guy? It's, it's, I guess someone hang that nickname on him? Yeah, I would have to double check with Daryl because it's always a conversation of how he got the name. But for some reason, I can never remember how that <laughs> all came about. <laughs> Me neither. But it stuck. Uh, Tub was a good driver. I raced against him in the 60s. Spent a lot of time looking at the back of his car because he was a good runner and he won his fair share of races. Then Dale, when he started racing, he was in, I called him the semi-lates. And Tub even raced. They had two cars. They raced together. And then... Uh, Dale got into the Modifieds and visited Victory Lane many times. And then when Daryl started out, uh, he did his share of victories in the Modifieds and then the Pro Stocks. And now he's a champion. Is it intimidating to be married to a champion? Uh, no, I look up to him. I would love one day to be as good as a driver as him, but I'm just out there to have fun and hopefully be competitive as this is my rookie year in the Pro Stocks last year. You know, this year I won't be racing as much because I will be following and traveling with Daryl in this fall of the 2022 season. I plan to race about eight to ten races, but I plan to be more competitive than I was last year. Well, I think it's wonderful. Now, when he's out on the track, do you worry about him? I do. I am a nervous wreck when he's on the track. <laughs> well, now, when you're on the track, I suspect it's the same situation. Um, For myself, it doesn't faze me one bit, but Daryl, from what I gather, he just thinks it's fun and he likes it, and I don't think he worries too much. I'm not sure. Well, he probably wouldn't tell you if he did, because that wouldn't be macho, you know. <laughs> Say, well, I'm worried yeah. about my wife and race. But the cars <laughs> that you folks have are excellent cars, and we've had previous shows on with uh, the the folks with the 114 car. So. All your cars are good stuff. Now, obviously, the reason I, I would say, why did you get involved in racing? Well, it's pretty obvious how you got involved. How did you meet Daryl? Um, we had a mutual friend. Um, he went to college with our friend John, and John introduced uh, Daryl and I, and we all just started going to the races with Daryl, and it just was meant to be. I joke about it. Um, I always liked NASCAR before I really got into dirt and went to Learnville a few times before I met Daryl. And then I uh, started going to the track with him, working on the cars. And I joke about it that I always wanted to marry a race car driver. And here I am 20-some years later, married to a race car driver. <laughs> and, and you got a good one. Yeah. Yep. So have you and Daryl been together for 20 years? Uh, we've been together for 16. Wow. That's that's impressive, yeah. Well, as long as I've known the family, you got a great guy, and and his dad and and his grandpap, just great people. You couldn't have picked a better family. I what, agree. Now, what do you like best about the racing? Being involved with the family, or obviously winning a race. What do you like best? Uh, 
best part, uh, like you said earlier, is family. Um, we are always together at the racetrack as a family. Our son comes. He's been coming ever since he's been born. He's racing himself as, you know, go-karts now, and I can't wait till he's able to be old enough to run at Pittsburgh as well. Um, but I would say the best part is, you know, being with family and enjoying the atmosphere and all the extended family you gain from racing. The greatest people in the world are in racing. I mean, I've been mm-hmm. I've been in education forty five years. Uh, uh, met uh, deans of colleges and everything like that. But my, all my friends are in racing. And here's a funny story. Lynn Geisler, when he decided he was going to get out of the driver's seat, I said to Lynn, "Are you going to quit going to the races?" He said, "I can't." I said, "Why?" He said, "If I quit racing, I won't have any friends." And that's pretty much what it's what yeah. it's like. Yeah. Now, your son, Jaden, you mentioned him. He's 10 years old. It seems like yesterday he was born. Yeah, time has flown. (laughs) Well, now, with him racing, this means that there will be a fourth generation uh, of Charlotte racing. That's pretty impressive because in a lot of families, maybe a second generation and like the Flick family, a third generation, but a fourth generation, I don't know. That's going to be a tough... uh, tough deal to match now i you you probably don't have any time and we'll talk about three rivers carding but do you have any time for hobbies in the off season no (laughs) (laughs) um we are constantly all year long dealing with race cars work the business it's non-stop and if if we didn't have it i really don't know what we would even do go crazy Yeah, fans, if you're just joining us, we're talking to Tanya Charlier, the driver of the number 21 Pro Stock. Now, I guess that'd be a good time to ask you, how did you pick your number? Um, I've always just, in school, and high school, I've always just had the number 21, so it kind of just stuck with me. Um, a lot of people think it's because it's, you know, opposite, switching numbers around from Daryl's number, but it actually has nothing to do with that. It's just something I've always grown up with, and... It's stuck. Well, I'm glad you cleared that up because I'm one of the dummies that thought you just reversed Daryl's number. So now we got that cleared up. Yeah, I get that a lot, but it has nothing to do with it. Do you, uh, your friends that aren't in racing, when you tell them you're a race car driver, do they give you that funny look or how does that work? Oh, not really. They all know that I've been involved with it with Daryl since we've been together and they just, look at it as another driver and they think it's pretty cool now when we get into your crew chief i'll ask some more questions about uh, your driving and and daryl's comments if we were picking your most memorable moment in racing what would it be i'm pretty new to it so i'm not sure that i have a most memorable um i think it was pretty cool that daryl and i got to race on the same track in the same race together um when he was in the 114 pro stock yeah i think that was last year um, and that would be pretty much it because I'm pretty new to it, so I'm not sure what any memorable thing would be yet. I think that's memorable, so we'll put that in the record books as uh, racing with your husband. When we talk about goals, now you're going to be restricted since you said you got eight or nine races because you're going to be on the road with Daryl, and I, I respect the fact that you're willing to take a break from what you like to, to be with him and be supportive of him and, you know, Jaden and you with him uh, and, and any other family members, that, that's just great. 
How about the sponsors? You know, we, we want to talk about the people that help you pay the bills. Um, I actually have my father. He owns a concrete business in Pittsburgh. It's called MaxCon. And he came on board this year. He's always, you know, followed Daryl in his racing and then kind of think he thought I was a little crazy when I told him, hey, Dad, I'm going to get my own car. But he's totally supportive. Um, my mom is, too. She has some health issues, so she's not able to go to the track. But she is always there listening to them online and sending me my lap time. Um, obviously, three of us parting and axe throwing. And I have... Um, a friend of ours that races, Zachary Kane. He's Kane's ideal truck service. George has helped Daryl out for many of years. His buzz, he's on board. Um, another family friend, Jim Bryce Racing. He has known Daryl for years, and he came on board. Obviously, my father-in-law in Tri-State Motorsports. My um, work, Allegheny Muscle Therapy Massage. You know, a lot of people should probably go there after some of the races to get worked on for massage. Um Octane Graphics and Customs, they do an awesome job on all of our cars, and I'm so thankful that he can, you know, put them wraps on and everything. Very good job with them. Um, Imperial Heights, Kurt has helped me out. Anything I ever need, he's there. And uh, we have another family friend, Jim, that's really good friends with George, Rodler from Buds. Um, he's there all the time. He supports all of us, and he definitely came on board last year to help me out with something. That's a very impressive list of sponsors. Listeners, we're going to need to take a break. We're talking to Tanya Charlier, the driver of the number 21 Pro Stock in Pittsburgh, and we'll be back with more after these messages. This portion of today's program was brought to you by Alternative Power Sources. Located in beautiful Somerset County in western Pennsylvania's picturesque Laurel Highlands, the Jennerstown Speedway Complex hosts exciting Saturday night racing from May to September. Come see daring drivers compete in late models, modifieds, pro stocks, street stocks, chargers, and the fast and furious fours. Special events include the Motor Mountain Masters, NASCAR Whaled Modifieds, ISMA sanctioned Super Modifieds, the Super Cup Stock Car Series, and Enduro races. The Jennerstown Speedway Complex takes great pride in providing fun, affordable family entertainment. The 6 p.m. start time allows the younger fans the opportunity to enjoy the entire show, including at the completion of each weekly event. Everyone in attendance is invited into the pits to meet the drivers and see the cars up close. Spend your Saturday nights in Somerset County at the Jennerstown Speedway Complex. Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway returns for its 43rd racing season in 2022 with a jam-packed weekly racing schedule. It all kicks off on Saturday, April 23rd, featuring our five weekly racing divisions, the Rush Late Models, the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, the Hobby Stocks, the Open Four Cylinders, and the Young Guns. Throughout the season, PPMS will host several can't-miss special events, including the 34th annual Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series Pittsburgher 100, as well as three Rush Late Model Touring Series events, the Herb Scott Memorial, the Joke George Steel City Classic, and the two-night Bill Hendren Memorial. Other special events include the Falcone Automotive 410 Outlaw Sprint Series, the Boss Wingless Sprint Car Series, the Penn Ohio Pro Stock Series Ed Laboo Memorial, the Red Miley Rumble, the Thunder on the Dirt Vintage Modifieds, the Hobby Stock Invitational, and more. For our full schedule and all track information, check out ppms.com and be sure to stay up to date by following us on Facebook by searching Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway and on Twitter at PA Motor Speedway. Okay, this is Steve Baker from Rocket Chassis, and you're listening to Wrapping on Race. Fans, we're back. Again, we're talking to 
Tanya Charlier, the driver of the number 21 Pro Stock. Uh, we would, uh, want to talk about the pit crew, and then I definitely want to talk about Three Rivers Karting. The pit crew, who's, who's your crew? Uh, obviously, my husband, Daryl, uh, my father-in-law, Dale. I have a really good friend, Ronnie Brandt. She has supported me. You know, she goes and helps Daryl whenever, before I had a car, she always, you know, was there at the pits with me, helping with Daryl. And she definitely has been my sidekick through this whole past season. Um, I cannot thank her. If she's not at the track, she's in the shop with me. The only time she doesn't come to the track is if she's in a wedding, to be honest. Um, but other than that, she's always there, right by my side, helping me with anything I need. I got to thank, like, the crew. He's all, they're also drivers. It's Brian Hutchko and um, Ben and his whole crew. Anytime I need anything, they're always right there, so I would consider them part of my crew. Nick Achuba and his dad, you know, if I ever need anything, they are also always there. George and Jim, they're... You know, they've been with Daryl, and they're always there if need if anything. If they need to hold a flashlight, they're right there for me. That is an amazing group of friends and crew members that I see a lot of success uh, for Tanya Charlier. Now, is Daryl the crew chief? Um, I consider myself the crew chief, I think. <laughs> well, what um, he's very busy, so I pretty much do everything and if i have any questions i go to daryl and phil and they not only do it but they teach me and show me what to do so that i know what to do well i guess i was leading into the question what if he tells you or asks you to do something and you don't agree with him how does that work he's a smarter one so i need to agree with him (laughs) (laughs) sounds like a wise lady all right. I want to talk a little bit about Dale. I don't know if you're aware of it, but there was years ago, he built a Panther chassis and Mark Flick drove it at Motordrome mm-hmm. and Jennerstown. And I think they won, year, they won everything but the 50-50 raffle. And I was talking to Dale at Lernerville one day. I met him at the concession stand. And I said, what did you do that made that car so successful? He said, I have no idea. But whatever it was, nobody could beat them. It was just outstanding. All right, now back to the question. Uh, Three Rivers Karting. When Daryl first said he was going to quit his job and get an indoor go-kart track, I thought, oh, boy, I don't know. Is this a good idea? But it has been so successful. A little bit about it. Uh, Where is it, and what do people do when they want to have fun? Racing, that's all we've ever known, and this has been a dream of his, and he, you know, wanted to see if he could live out his dream, and so far, like you said, it has been very successful. Um, It is in Leeds Del PA. We have the three hours karting, obviously the karting aspect of it, and when we were shut down during the COVID pandemic, we built um, axe throwing. It seems to be an up-and-coming thing around everywhere, so we figured... Why not? We had the room, so we threw an axe throwing, and it has also been taken off. And, you know, it's just a great place to have birthday parties, just go out and have fun, Um, you know, corporate events, anything that you're looking to do, you know, out of the ordinary. Instead of, you know, going bowling or going to the movies, like, this is in general, and, like, it's fun. It's it's a workout as well. (laughs) Uh, When Daryl told me that uh, they were going to have – 
concessions there and food. I thought that was excellent. But then when he mentioned that uh, for the axe throwing, there, there would also be beer. And I'm thinking, people drinking beer and throwing axes, that would make me nervous. Has there ever been any issues? No, we haven't had any issues with it. Um, it is bring your own beer. And if you're planning to drink, you know, we talked to you guys up front. And if you want to do both of them, obviously you have to do carding first. And then you go down and do the axe throwing. But no, it hasn't, you know, knock on wood. Thankfully, we haven't had any issues with it. Well, uh, in closing, is there anything that you'd like to add that we haven't talked about? Um, I'd just like to thank everybody that has helped me out in this racing career that I just randomly decided to start a couple years ago. Um, you know, it started out with the four cylinders and Daryl wasn't too keen on all the wires and stuff in the motors. And he was like... You know, if you want to do this, you need to get into something that's a little easier to work on and that they know more knowledge of. So I just have to thank him and his dad and, you know, everybody in this whole racing, like I said, extended family we have. I just got to thank everyone. It's a blast, and I wouldn't know what to do if we didn't have it. Well, your husband has uh, won multiple championships, has a very, very bright future, but I have a feeling somewhere along the way, we're going to be talking about Tanya Charlier and some of her trips to Victory Lane in the 21 Pro Stock. Um, I want to thank you for being with us this evening and wish you good luck for yourself and your husband in 2022. Thank you. I appreciate you having, us, having myself on, Don. Good. This portion of tonight's program is brought to you by Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. A message for all racers, race fans, or campers. Alternative Power Sources Incorporated, located in western Pennsylvania since 1995, we have proudly served homeowners and businesses throughout portions of Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia, offering a complete line of generators and the ability to provide turnkey projects. From sales and rentals to service, maintenance, and installation, Alternative Power Sources is dedicated to providing reliable generator solutions. Their brands include MTU, Kohler, Gillette, Yamaha, Powertech, and ASCO. The experienced sales force has over 40 years' experience in the generator field, providing the resources to design the generator package to meet your needs and specifications and supply the specified products. If service is important to you, they are your source. Alternative Power Sources. For more information, call 1-800-894-4455. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, Give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. 
Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A. J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and J.W.C. J.W.C.A. are unaffiliated entities. And now more Rappin' on Racing with your host Don Gamble and Jim Zufall. More Rappin' on Racing with Don and Dave coming up in just a moment. But as promised, we are talking to a gentleman who is very involved in local motorsports all around the, the, the sport of dirt track racing. He is part of the McConnell family racing team, that of the number 24 Rush Wingless Sprint Car, driven by Gail Ruth Jr. Also, he's the promoter of the Willie and Conda McConnell Memorial Late Model Race coming up uh, this year at the Lernerville Speedway. He was recently introduced as the voice of Tri-City Raceway, and he is the host of a very unique Facebook-based program called The Garage Crawl. John McConnell joins us. And, John, that's where we're going to start, right there. For those folks that do not know or have not heard of it before, what in the world is The Garage Crawl? The Garage Crawl is an interview, a Facebook Live interview-based show where we go to local and regional racers' garages. And sometimes when I get lucky enough to travel, national uh, drivers' garages, and we may or may not drink a few beers, but we always crush some beef jerky and talk about racing, talk about their season, their career, and go over uh, a a myriad of things that they want to talk about. I've seen several of the episodes, and, uh, you know, when I say it's unique, I think before I have described it as rather raw and kind of edgy, and it's not, uh, you know, you're not trying to be Mr. Radio Man. Uh, It's just you having a conversation with racers and their family and their teams. Where did the idea come from? Uh, It came from the Rock House Bar and Grill. Uh, One night we was there, me and my wife were enjoying a night out with a bunch of racers and friends. And the idea came from Rick Rogowski. It was his idea, and he said, I, I don't know anybody that could pull this off any better than you probably could, so here's the idea. And we started with it. The very first episode was like two weeks after that, and the first garage crawl was with uh, a driver and racer that everybody knows affectionately as the ass dragger, Greg Beach. And it it's it's grown from there. I watch it, and when I watch it, I try to see how many people are watching, and it's become more and more popular. I think the uh, the John Hodgkins interview about half the free world is into that because uh, nobody knows what's there, what's going to come out of that guy's mouth from one minute to the next. But you've also had some serious conversations with you know some some folks that are long in the tooth, as well as some youngsters like uh, Kel Schwartzmiller. I know you you interviewed him and. Um, you know, you're really getting a side of people that maybe we don't normally see uh, or get to hear anywhere else. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Uh, being down there with Cal uh, Schwarzmiller and Bob Schwarzmiller, uh, that was an experience to to meet such a young man that is so well spoken and beyond his years, uh, and and how professional that 
that he conducts himself. Uh, I, I don't. There's some adults I know that don't conduct themselves that way, but I'll tell you what, uh, Kale Schwarzmiller was, uh, was one of my favorite ones because, you know, Kale's such a, a personality at the racetrack, whether he's racing or there to help his dad, Bob, in his, you know, racing endeavors. It was, it was cool. And yeah, uh, getting back to Johnny Hodgkiss, uh, aka Johnny Huck, that was the only garage crawl I had to do a frontal advisory on because, you just never know what you're going to get from Johnny Hawk. That is the truth. So I also mentioned in the intro, you, you certainly have your tentacles wrapped around a whole lot of uh, of aspects of dirt racing in this region. Talk about. Let's talk about the uh, your your part of the McConnell family racing team, uh, the 24 car and the Rush uh, Winless Sprint Series. Gail Ruth Jr., the driver. Um, this is a this is, is some family members of yours, and you you do some promotion for them. Is that correct? Yeah, I, I, do, I started their Facebook page and helped them get going. And I attend as many races as I can with them because of, of what the, the, the family dynamic uh, represents. Um, you know, Gil, Gil Root Jr., you know, the team's owned by my cousin Rich and his wife Melinda and uh, their daughter Kelsey, my cousin. And, uh, you know, their driver, Gil Root Jr., was gracious enough. They put a... Uh, the visor above the driver's head there. Uh, last year, unfortunately, we lost my dad. And my dad rode with Gail last year, Gail Root Jr. last year, to 10 victories, which was pretty awesome and cool. And I got to I got to attend some of those races as a fan. I also got to call some of those races, uh, like at Tri-City Raceway Park, uh, where we were in victory lane. And I got to be, be part of that, which was really cool. Uh, and... You know, this year, unfortunately, uh, Gail Ruth Jr. is going to have another passenger because late, later on in the year, last year in October, we lost my mother as well. So Gail is going to have another passenger uh, riding along with them and hopefully have just as much fun and, you know, go racing and just, you know, it's a family thing. And this is certainly not the only uh, aspect of your memorial to your parents. Uh, this year, and I think last year you did it also, is coming up the Willa, sorry, Willie and Conda McConnell Memorial Late Model Race to Lernerville Speedway. Uh, you serve as the promoter for that, obviously, once again, honoring your parents. Let's talk about that. Yeah, last year um, it was the Willie McConnell Memorial. Uh, it was uh, It was help put on by... Steve Scaife, uh, Jr., and Dennis and Captain Baker, Latrobe, uh, Speedway. And last year's winner was Jared Miley. And, you know, there was a special uh, victory lane ceremony, you know, with uh, the car owners, you know, Joe Corrado being the car owner and his girlfriend, Mary. They knew my parents. And it was a very special moment. So, some, you know, it was kind of personal to us because, the car owners actually knew who my my parents were and, and stuff, so it was a very touching moment. Uh, this year, the race moves to Lernerville Speedway, um, and it's the Willie and Connor McConnell Memorial. Uh, I can't thank the Thompson family enough, and General Manager Mike Lisikowski, uh also Chris Zuber. It's a ULMS-sanctioned race. that pays $3,500 to win. I'm doing lap money again this year for it. 
John, we're going to take a short break. More Rapid on Racing when we come back. This portion of tonight's program was brought to you by Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. Since 1974, Environmental Air Incorporated has provided quality sheet metal and HVAC services in the greater Pittsburgh area. They're a commercial sheet metal contractor. Founded in 1974 by Glade Neal, Environmental Air is a family-owned union sheet metal company currently managed by Paul and Craig Neal. The people of Environmental Air are both a team and a family. They believe customer service is important. They value their employees and know that together they can have a meaningful impact on each project or service they provide. Residential service is not available due to the magnitude of their commercial work. 47 years of excellent customer service is the foundation of this successful company. Environmental Air is located at 1100 McCartney Street, Pittsburgh, PA, 15220. For additional information, call 412-922-8988. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. And we're back talking once again to John McConnell. Hey, we you you talked about being able to announce a race or two here and there. I know you've done some stuff up at Blanket Hill, uh, at Tri City already, but recently you have been introduced, if I'm not mistaken, as the new voice of Tri City Raceway Park, and that's going to be your uh, your regular weekend deal up there, right? Yes, sir. I uh, started the year off here early, uh, just this past Saturday. Uh, as the announcer and MC for the 2021 uh, Tri-City Raceway Park Banquet, as uh, it happened on Saturday, and uh, look forward to a successful year there, and you know, getting my roots dug in there. Uh, they, the the highlight of the year for Tri-City Raceway Park uh, will be uh, August 21st. Looks to a late or uh, Ward of Outlaws Morton Pole Morton Buildings Ward of Outlaw late model race, um, and getting to be in the booth with uh, Mr. Rick Esterman. That's one of them bucket list type things. Uh, there's there's a short list of people that I'd really 
be honored to share the booth with, and uh, he's he's certainly one of those. Uh, he was on a, uh, a roundtable we did previously on Facebook Live. You were part of that same roundtable, and everybody that was part of that roundtable is on that list of my bucket list of people to share the booth with and to be able to, you know, be around and call the action list. Yeah, I, I've had the pleasure, of course, of uh, sharing the booth with James Luke, uh, James Essex, rather from the Lucas series, uh, Blake Anderson from the uh, from the All Stars, and several others. And Rick is somebody I would love to be able to to announce with someday, and maybe that day will come as well. We have talked about a whole lot of things you're involved in. Let's start directing people. First of all, you have a lot of help behind you. You already mentioned the Rock House uh, Bar and Grill. Uh, let's start off with uh, you already. You, you did mention the ULMS, of course, uh, being behind you with the with the memorial race at Lernerville. Let's talk about the garage crawl and everybody you have behind you in terms of sponsorship with for the garage crawl program. Uh, I got first and foremost Rick Bogowski of the Rock House. Um, if it wasn't for him, there would be no Rock uh, Garage Crawl presented by the Rock House Bar and Grill. Um, Savers Racing Oil. Uh, and rep Doug Smith, hardest working uh, Shapers oil rep in the business, hardest working oil rep in the business, period. Uh, Grace and Eric Bullis of Chew on This Jerky. They're the people that make the awesome jerky uh, and that the drivers enjoy during each garage crawl. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. LLE, uh, Lindemuth, laser etching, and the entire Lindemuth family from the, the Hazen and Brookville area. They have become more than just sponsors. They've become family to me, and I can't thank them enough for their support and everything they've done for me. They've they even gave me a uh, enduro quarter race, and I've, I've I've done quite well in some of those. So, hats off to Linda Muth family, LLE, Linda Muth Laser Etching, Lernerville Speedway, Lernerville TV, obviously the Thompson family, and. General Manager Mike Wazikowski. Uh New sponsor coming on this year, Lockhart Raceway. Joe Lockhart. Lockhart. Uh, just what a what a guy. He's involved in just about everything, and his passion for motorsports is unmatched. So can't thank him enough for coming on board. Classic Inc. The uh, you know I believe in supporting those that support racing, and I'm I'm always about you know, get out there and do things. Well, I'm the new, I'm one of the newest employees at Classic Inc. I switched, uh, I had a career change and switched jobs. I'm now employed at Classic Inc. And I help make the t-shirts that go out to these NASCAR teams and all the racers that come and all the other customers that they have. They do have non-racing customers, which are few and far between, but they are known for their uh, worldwide leading expertise in screen printing and embroidery. So hats off to uh, Todd Hutchison and and Brian there at uh, Classic Inc. Peluso Roofing, proud sponsors and owners of the Peluso number 2012 sprint car. Uh, Seller Racewear, if you want to look great in a race car, you go to a Cello. And Steve Junior Racing and Affordable Auto out of Phillipsburg, without the help of those awesome sponsors and supporters, you know, wouldn't be able to do half as what I half of what I do with the garage crawl. 
John, we're coming up on a hard break, but we want to let people know how do they find the Garage Crawl because you have whetted our appetite for uh, for what this thing is all about. How can people find it? Uh, you get on Facebook, you search the Garage Crawl, you hit the like button, hit the follow button, and get notified of every time I do a Garage Crawl with the uh, 2022 season sneaking up on us. We'll be uh, easing back into that with uh, more frequent uh, stops at people's uh, race shops. And we'll also be going back to some old favorites that are surely money stops that you get the reactions you want out of people. <laughs> right. And uh, you do that, and it's as simple as just tuning in and watching and liking and sharing. Great. So the racing t-shirt business, you uh part of the McConnell family racing, promoter of the Willie and Conda McConnell late model race, now the uh, the official voice of Tri-City Raceway and the host of the Facebook live program, The Garage Crawl. We've been talking to the busiest man in motorsports, John McConnell. John, thank you for joining us here on Rapid on Racing. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Jim, and it was a pleasure and an honor to be on here with you. You have a good evening now. Take care. Thank you. Located in beautiful Somerset County in western Pennsylvania's picturesque Laurel Highlands, the Jennerstown Speedway Complex hosts exciting Saturday night racing from May to September. Come see daring drivers compete in late models, modifieds, pro stocks, street stocks, chargers, and the fast and furious fours. Special events include the Motor Mountain Masters, NASCAR Whalen Modifieds, ISMA sanctioned Super Modifieds, the Super Cup Stock Car Series, and Enduro races. The Jennerstown Speedway Complex takes great pride in providing fun, affordable family entertainment. The 6 p.m. start time allows the younger fans the opportunity to enjoy the entire show, including at the completion of each weekly event. Everyone in attendance is invited into the pits to meet the drivers and see the cars up close. Spend your Saturday nights in Somerset County at the Jennerstown Speedway Complex. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A., J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and J.W.C., J.W.C.A. are unaffiliated entities. 
believe You know he always got an extra pack of cigarettes Rolled up in his t-shirt sleeve He got a tattoo on his arm I said, baby, he got another one that just say hey Whatever Sunday afternoon he is a dirt track demon in a 57 Chevrolet all right, fans, joining us now is Ernie Saxton from Area Auto Racing News. Ernie, good afternoon. How are you? I am doing exceptionally well because I got out of Langhorne, Pennsylvania, just in time to avoid all the bad weather. And so I'm here in Ormond Beach. Sounds like an excellent plan. Your last column I got to see, it was good move by Tony Stewart when he hired Ryan Priest. I'd like you to talk about that and... Uh, Get some of your uh, thoughts on the future for Ryan. Well, as most people know, Ryan Priest is an outstanding NASCAR modified talent. He's had success in Xfinity racing. He's won some championships with the NASCAR modifieds and has won uh, at least one or two races in the Xfinity series. Right now, he's hired to uh, be a reserve driver for Tony Stewart's team. And I think he picked just the right time to do that because Eric Amarola is talking about quitting at the end of this season. So Ryan is probably putting himself in a perfect place to be the next full-time cup driver for Tony Stewart's uh, race team. And in addition, uh, Ryan Priest has just announced that he's going to be running multiple cup races for the uh, Ricky Ware race team. And Ricky Ware's racing and Tony Stewart's team sort of work together. And, uh, you know, that makes for a great uh, combination. I wonder what came first as far as Tony's thought process. Was it the fact that Eric was going to retire or that Ryan was just coming on board uh, as a possible backup driver if the COVID would affect any of the other uh, competitors? Yeah, yeah, you asked a good question, and uh, I, I don't know that I have the answer. I, I would like to think that, that Tony could see the talent that Ryan Priest had and wanted to have him and add him to his stable of drivers, and uh, maybe maybe even have him available to be part of uh, Tony's SRX series that races or will be racing at a variety of tracks this year, much like the IROC series did uh, several years back. The SRX series was very successful uh, in 2021, and uh, they're going to add some tracks, probably add some drivers, and I can't see any reason why Ryan Priest wouldn't be part of that driver lineup. Now, I know in the truck series starts, he's going to be with David Gilliland Racing. Do they have a working relationship with Stuart Haas? Well, I think all the people that uh, Preeson uh, has uh, signed up with has some kind of relationship with Tony Stewart and uh, Carl Hawes. Well, I'm hoping none of the drivers get uh, sick, you know, the regular drivers. But this was an excellent move when you think about what uh, oh. Stuart Haas had in mind. You don't hear of Tony Stewart making any uh, bad moves and uh, I have a lot of respect for Tony because he actually admits to the fact that he reads my column on a regular basis and agrees with a lot of the things I say. So I, uh, I'm a big fan of Tony Stewart. <laughs> 
I used to see you from time to time at the RPM uh, workshops. Were you there when Tony was uh, introduced as a client? Yes. Was that uh, Carrie Agajanian? Yes. That's it. Yeah. You got it. Yeah, and he introduced... Believe it or not, I got, I, let me throw this out there. I, I actually announced for uh, Agajanian, not him... But I guess it was his father when he ran Ascot Speedway, and I got to announce there. And when I was all done announcing this USAC midget show at Ascot, he offered me a full-time job that I could come out there and move to the West Coast, but I chose not to do that. I was there when my son was stationed out there in the military, and we went to the races, and uh, we're sitting in the grandstands, and it started to rain, and I said to this lady sitting beside us, I said, I thought it didn't rain in California. She says, this isn't rain. I said, well, what is it? She said, it's liquid sunshine. <laughs> we were still getting wet. Now, with this... You know what was amazing... You know, what was amazing about Ascot is when the races were over, the track was still as tacky as it was when they started racing in the early part of the night. It just because it was close to the ocean and got that, uh, I guess, the uh, air from the ocean, it just kept the track tacky at all times. How obviously this will impact uh, Ryan's uh, modified driving. Do you think he'll be able to do any of that? Oh, I think, uh, you know, he's a young man. He's got a lot of energy. I'm sure that they'll be able to uh, fit uh, in some modified shows. Uh, I know he likes to run uh, the modified show at Richmond, so I'm sure he'll fit that in. He, he uh, you know, once, once they get everything uh, organized and ready to go, I wouldn't be surprised to see him run at least a half a dozen modified Fans, if you're just joining us, we're talking to Ernie Saxton, who writes the column, My Two Cents Worth. I always get a kick out of some of the uh, quotes you have there, like the one in this art article. It says, if you're going to be busy, be sure you're busy doing the right things. Uh, makes a lot of sense. Well, it does to me, but I find myself sometimes I get all done doing something or writing something. I look it over and I said, well... Why did I write that? But, yeah, that's tomorrow. Tomorrow I'll be eighty years old, celebrating eighty years old. I never thought I would get to eighty, so I guess uh, I'll celebrate. Well, happy birthday in advance. I guess I'm seventy nine. I'm going to be eighty in August, and I keep thinking if I known I was going to live this long, I'd taken better care of myself. I, I could tell you, I survived getting, when I was in the credit and collection business years ago, I got shot at twice trying to repossess two cars. I got thrown down a flight of steps. There was a couple other things that happened when you were trying to repossess people's stuff for not paying their bills. So I guess I am consider myself uh, really lucky that I've made it to 80. They, they have no sense of humor when you're trying to take the stuff back. We had, a, we had a local racer back here who's passed away now. He was in the, the recon business, and he always carried a 45 because it was dangerous. Well, he was repossessing this woman's car, and she came out in a negligee, not much covered, 
and laid on the hood of the car. And he said, what are you going to do? And he said, hold on. He hooked the car up and started down the, down the street with her. She eventually got off. Oh, jeez. Well, Ernie? I, I thought there would be a different ending to that story. Yeah, well, who Who knows? Well, uh, in in closing, uh, while you're down there enjoying all that sunshine, do you have anything else you'd like to touch on? I'd just tell you to, to remind people that, you know, I'm involved with the PR work with the Motors, the PPB uh, Motorsports Show up there in Oaks, Pennsylvania. Well, I, again, would like to thank you for being with us, and you have a nice day. I will. I will. I'm in Florida. Remember that. I remember. It's, I'm eating my heart out here. Have a good day. <laughs> Take care. Thank you. This portion of tonight's program is brought to you by Zarin Truck and Automotive. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A., J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and J.W.C., J.W.C.A. are unaffiliated entities. Welcome back to PRN's At The Track. Great pleasure to welcome my friend of the show for years back to us on the ProFabrication.com hotline, Blake Anderson from the All-Star Circuit of Championship Champions. They're getting ready to uh, race down in Georgia. Now, uh, Blake, uh, the, the first track you're going to, are, are you, is Bubba Pollard convinced you to run late models there? What, what's the story with where you're going? I know, right? It's in Oi, Georgia. I'm excited because... It- I watched the $53,000 win Peach State Classic there, and as soon as I watched that, I said, oh, man, I can't wait to watch a 410 get around this place. It gets slick, and it's cool. 
that might that's one of the places on our list this year of tracks we're hitting that I am super excited to see, and it all stems from just watching that fifty three grand win late model race in November. Now they do it do it upright at Sonoy, Georgia, Sonoy. Uh, any of the uh, handful <laughs> of ways that uh, not only Pick we try to hat. say it, yeah, but uh, a great kickoff for the All Star Circuit of Champions. You, uh, will folks be able to follow you guys again on Flow? I, I know that's been a yep. great uh, tool for all of us to be able to keep Absolutely. up. Absolutely. Every single one of our races will be live on Flow Racing this year on top of 1,650 other races. So <laughs> there's plenty of entertainment on there, whether you like sprint cars, late models. And now we've got some NASCAR pavement stuff on there with Arca. So it's super exciting. Yeah, it's going to be a blast to uh, watch all that converge on Flow Racing, especially our guest Blake Anderson on the ProFabrication.com hotline as the all-Star Circuit of Champions comes together at Sonoy Raceway in Sonoy, Georgia on the 4th and then the 5th as well to kick off the season. Now, Sunshine Tyler Courtney won that thing as a rookie last year and took home a, a pretty darn good check. But am I true that uh, y'all have raised the uh, purse for the uh, the drivers at the end of the season over 30%? Yeah, we we made a substantial investment into our points fund this year last year. The All-Stars, we set a series record for highest points fund that we've ever paid at 65000 to win. And this year, we figured, why not up the ante a little bit? So we, <laughs> we're going to pay 80000 to win our championship this year. And that is a ton of money. And uh, the All-Star Circuit of Champions on Flow Racing. We're on the ProFabrication.com hotline with Blake Anderson from the series chatting about, oh, everything from money to tracks to uh, great things like that. And you've got drivers coming back and entering the series that are, are just lightning to uh, even chat about uh, some of the names that uh, we'll get to see when we come out to an All-Star Circuit of Champions event. Yeah, you know, Tyler Courtney defending his throne again this year. And you got guys like Justin Peck and Corey Eliason and Hunter Schoenberg. They're all back. And we've got some cool new names coming. We're going to see Kevin Thomas Jr. that was second in USAC non-wing sprint car points this past season. He's going to run full-time with us. Chris Windham, a USAC Triple Crown champion, is going to be at a good majority of our events. Not quite sure if they're going to be full-time quite yet, but they're going to run most of our schedule. And then a, a guy, four-time series champion, Tim Schaefer, is going to be back in the fold this year, which is super exciting. A former Knoxville Nationals champion and National Sprint Car Hall of Famer. So there's some, some new blood and some returning blood. Wow, it is going to be awesome. The All-Star Circuit of Champions starting out the 4th and 5th of February at Sonoy, Georgia. Brand new track to them. And speaking of pro-fabrication, headers, exhaust, all the parts and pieces that go with it. Just a click of a mouse away at profabrication.com. And I was talking about tracks, and I know the Georgia track is new to you. Anywhere else you guys going for the uh, for the first time this coming season? Yeah, we're going to hit Ransomville, New York as a new one. That's kind of exciting. It's up there north of Buffalo. So get maybe a little swing into Niagara Falls during our off day. And we got a new major event at Lernerville that's super exciting with the Don Martin Memorial Silver Cup that's 25 grand to win. So that's kind of what I would say more one of the more exciting new pieces into our schedule for 2022 and Bloomsburg Raceway in Bloomsburg, Pennsylvania, that's up on Interstate 80, that Steve O'Neill, who is the National Sprint Car Promoter of the Year this year, he's running that place. So that's a new track that just opened up last year, reopened, I should say. So some new places and then a lot of familiar places that we've been running the last eight seasons under Tony's flag. 
Well, folks, you uh, if you're listening on WBUT in Butler, Pennsylvania, right around the corner from Lernerville Speedway, that Don Martin Memorial, that is an all-star circuit of champions must-see event. Make sure plans to uh, get out there. I'm sure you can go through either the uh, series or the track to be able to get yourself set for the Don Martin Memorial for the all-star circuit of champions. Blake Anderson on the line from the series chatting with us uh, about all things all-star circuit of champions now you've got one of the cool name nickname guys of all time the north pole nightmare uh is he coming back uh kind of give us a scoop bill baylog will be back and i do think that is probably one of the neatest nicknames in all of racing he he had a great rookie year last year won two races and i think the coolest thing last year about watching bill was seeing things they never really traveled like that so getting back to tracks for a second and third time you could start to see it click and if you're in Wisconsin, you know that name. He's a 10-time IRA champion, and and he started. The cool thing is, he's from North Pole, Alaska. He started his sprint car career racing a sprint car in Alaska. Oh, wow. So that's pretty neat. How about a couple of these kids? We're on the uh, ProFabrication.com hotline with Blake Anderson from the All Star Circuit of Champions. Uh, the guy that finished fourth, Zeb Wise, uh, eighth, Kyle Reinhardt. Uh, these kids going to be uh, back in uh, in full force yep. again this year. Yep, they'll be back. Zeb hot off of qualifying for the A-Main at the Luke Soil Chili Bowl, so he's feeling good. I don't think they're going to come to Florida. Our Flo- our six ra- Florida races are non-points, and that just helps our guys because it's tough for them. Some of them still working, and it's tough for them to get down there for six races and make that commitment. Obviously, now we're, you know, some guys are having problems getting some motors back in parts, so that just makes everyone's life a little bit easier. So they'll they'll pick up with the series in April when we kick off at Attica Race Park for our, our points season. What's the one special thing that you think makes the all-star circuit of champions uh, unique when the fans come to experience it? I mean, I think it's just the history. We're the oldest touring wing sprint car series in the country since 1970. And it's, it's a lot of history, a lot of hall of famers through our series. And obviously we've got speed week in Ohio. That's nine straight nights of racing. That's the most grueling nine days of racing in all of sprint car racing. So I, I, I would say the history is the coolest part of our series. Allstarsprint.com, the website. Where could they find you on social media? Yeah, All Star uh, All Star Sprints on Twitter and All Star Circuit Champions on Facebook. Or no, ASCOC on Twitter, All Star Sprints on Instagram. I get them confused. And I'm bl- sorry, but uh, we're out there. We're pretty active on all our social media channels and especially on race day, trying to get pictures posted. I know if you're anything like me, you like looking at pictures of race cars, so I always find that exciting. And we like talking to Blake Anderson on the ProFab Hotline. Thanks for joining us, fans. We'll be right back with more. This portion of tonight's program was brought to you by Zarin Truck and Automotive. A message for all racers, race fans, or campers. Alternative Power Sources Incorporated, located in western Pennsylvania since 1995, we have proudly served homeowners and businesses throughout portions of Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia, offering a complete line of generators and the ability to provide turnkey projects. From sales and rentals to service, maintenance, and installation, Alternative Power Sources is dedicated to providing reliable generator solutions. Their brands include MTU, Kohler, Gillette, Yamaha, Powertech, and ASCO. The experienced sales force has over 40 years' experience in the generator field, providing the resources to design the generator package to meet your needs and specifications and supply the specified products. If service is important to you, they are your source. Alternative Power Sources. 
For more information, call 1-800-894-4455. Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway returns for its 43rd racing season in 2022 with a jam-packed weekly racing schedule. It all kicks off on Saturday, April 23rd, featuring our five weekly racing divisions, the Rush Late Models, the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, the Hobby Stocks, the Open Four Cylinders, and the Young Guns. Throughout the season, PPMS will host several can't-miss special events, including the 34th annual Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series Pittsburgher 100, as well as three Rush Late Model Touring Series events, the Herb Scott Memorial, the Joke George Steel City Classic, and the two-night Bill Hendren Memorial. Other special events include the Falcone Automotive 410 Outlaw Sprint Series, the Boss Wingless Sprint Car Series, the Penn Ohio Pro Stock Series Ed LeBoo Memorial, the Red Miley Rumble, the Thunder on the Dirt Vintage Modifieds, the Hobby Stock Invitational, and more. For our full schedule and all track information, check out ppms.com and be sure to stay up to date by following us on Facebook by searching Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway and on Twitter at PA Motor Speedway. Thanks for tuning in to Rapping on Racing. I'm Lenny Baticki. Coming up next, a recording we did for PRN's At the Track. Check it out. Welcome back to PRN's At the Track. Joining us now on the ProFabrication.com hotline, the 2021 Pace Performance Futures Cup Series champion. That's a division within the Rush Late Model division that runs at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. Cassidy Kamaker on the line. Hey, Cassidy, congratulations on this championship. And it comes from what I can tell researching on the heels of another championship that you won there at PPMS last year in the Wheelman Bonus Event Challenge Series. So two-time champion there at uh, PPMS. What's it feel like to uh, get back-to-back championships? Um, It feels really good, especially it's only my first and second season. So I was going into it a little bit nervous. Being a girl, I didn't know how people were going to treat me. And then I've come out both seasons with a champion. So it makes me feel good and kind of like I'm getting the hang of it and knowing what I'm doing. <laughs> she just turned 18 a little while ago and, uh, Cassidy Kamaker is definitely on her way to great things, driving a rocket chassis dirt late model around Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania motor speedway. She's our guest on the profabrication.com hotline. So Cassidy, if I remember right, uh, Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania motor speedway is a big track. Uh, what, what makes it that the track that, uh, you like so much? I grew up going there since I was little watching my dad and I had always said people would ask me are you ever gonna race and I was like I hope one day and then I got the opportunity and I like it it's a half mile on the inside guardrail so it's a pretty big track so you're not like right up against people it gives you room and the turns are more spread out so I think it was a really good track to learn on and I really enjoy it. Those big, long straightaways got to be fun when you put your foot down to the firewall, aren't they? Uh-huh. <laughs> Cassidy Kamaker, our guest on the ProFabrication.com hotline, the 2021 Pace Performance Futures Cup Series champion, part of the Rush Late Model Series that runs uh, at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. And uh, speaking of ProFabrication, ProFabrication headers exhaust all the parts and pieces that go with it, just a click of a mouse away at ProFabrication.com. So uh, I look back through some of your Facebook stuff, and uh, I see uh, Schaefer Speedway, the go-kart track that Tim Schaefer runs. Uh, is that how you got your, your first experience in competition? One of my dad's friends, his son couldn't race, and he wanted to win the championship, so they asked if I wanted to race. And I was kind of not really sure about it, 
So I went out in a caged car to Tim's track. I think I was only 10 years old and I really enjoyed it. And then that Christmas I got one. It was sit on the front porch. And ever since then I've raced go-karts. It was a lot of fun out there. They would throw me out with the big guys sometimes for hot laps to get me used to it. And they'd bang me up a little bit on purpose, <laughs> but it was fun. Like big brothers, just poking you just enough to get yep. you riled up. <laughs> uh-huh. Cassidy Kamaker came up the right way, and now she is the 2021 Pace Performance Futures Cup Series champion, part of the Rush Series at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. She's our guest on the ProFabrication.com hotline. So, yeah, that, that girl that they put in the uh, cage cart back when she was, you know, 10 years old or so, what would uh, the uh, Futures Cup Series champion Cassidy Kamaker say to that little girl in the uh, uh, cart. Gosh, I have no idea. I <laughs> never would have expected to come this far and be a two-time champion. Not at all. I remember when I first got in it, I cried because I was so scared. And now I just get in a late model like it's nothing. Uh, now you make the boys cry, right? Cassidy Kamaker, our guest of the ProFabrication.com hotline, Pace Performance Futures Cup Series champion, last year's Wheelman Bonus Event Challenge Series champion, doing pretty good for an 18-year-old lady from the Pittsburgh area there. And you mentioned Tim Schaefer, uh, you know, very comfortably there. I've got a feeling Tim must uh, help you out a little bit. What's that relationship like? Oh, he's like my second dad. I love having him as a part of this racing thing. He's always helping me. He's teaching me how to do the shocks. And when we totaled the car at the beginning of the year, we had to tear the one all apart to put the backup car together. And he was there to help do pretty much the whole thing. What is, you know, on the line, Cassidy Kamaker, our uh, Futures Cup Series champion from Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. What is working on the car uh, opening your eyes to what's that like as you learn and develop the mechanical side to help the driving side? Honestly, there's a lot more than I thought <laughs> before when I just watch, it's like, Oh, it doesn't look that bad. Once you take the panels off, there's just a whole lot going on. Wow. Is, is there any part that, uh, you haven't done yet that, uh, you're excited about maybe exploring is, is it engines? Is it, you know, changing gears? Is it some of those parts of the uh, race car that, uh, you know, are starting to become more interesting now that you're doing shocks? Yeah. The gears is getting more interesting. Cause like they'll say at the track, Oh, we need to put this gear on cause they help you go into the turn better. So I'm starting to learn how that affects the car. Wow. Cassidy Kamaker on the uh, ProFabrication.com hotline. Rush Series, Pace Performance, Futures Cup Series champion of Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. So, um, you know, you're you're doing all this, uh, but when you were growing up, Dad was uh, certainly had to be one of the heroes in your eyes. Who were some of the others that, uh, you know, helped mold you? Tim Schaefer being one, I get, but uh, anybody else uh, that you look up to in the racing world? Um. There was one guy in the class, it's one of my dad's friends, his name was Davey Lee. When I was little, I loved watching him because his number was 96 and it was hot pink. <laughs> it was the only pink car out there. And I'd sit there and watch him because he wasn't in anyone else's class. So I didn't have to worry about having to worry, cheer about my daddy and him. But I love that car. <laughs> well, now she drives an orange and blue and black car, but somewhere in there, there's some pink uh, I would imagine for uh, that old memory, Cassidy Kamaker on the ProFabrication.com hotline. Hey, folks uh, are going to want to follow this story and, and see where you go race the next year and stuff. Where's the best social media? What are your social media handles? 
I have Kamiker Racing on Facebook and then just Cassidy Kamiker on Twitter. And you keep those up reasonably well? Yep. Awesome. Well, Cassidy, uh, congratulations on back-to-back championships uh, at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway within the Rush Series uh, Crate Late Model Division. Our pleasure to have you on as a guest. Fans, stay with us. We'll be right back with more. We hope you enjoyed tonight's program. Wrapping on Racing is available Monday at 6 p.m. on Apple TV, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, and RappinOnRacing.com. We want to thank Jennerstown Speedway, the title sponsor for Wrapping on Racing, and our marketing partners, Alternative Power Sources, Environmental Air Incorporated, plus Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, RPS Financial Solutions, Toma Mean Market, and Zarin Truck and Automotive. Additionally, thanks go to co-host Dave Oliveri and our reporters, Howie Bayless, Tyler Harris, Bill Korch, Tom Lang, and Jim Zufall. Special thanks to our senior engineers and technical advisors, Bill Korch, Ted Luzik, and Gary Scott, along with Bob Miller, our multimedia data collection facilitator. That's all for Wrapping on Racing. I'm Lenny Baticki. We'll see you next time. Stand on it. Jennerstown Speedway proudly presented Rapid On Racing, the Tri-State's number one motorsports talk show. Today's program was brought to you in part by our marketing partners. Recognized by the Eastern Motorsports Press Association as one of the top racing shows in the Eastern United States, be sure to join us the first Monday of each month during the off-season for more Rapid On Racing. Stand on it. Come on, y'all, stand.